Red 5. I'm going in. <laughs> Welcome back to Trench Run Report. Uh, we're here for a special reaction episode. Uh, this is Sean, and with me is... David Brooklander. And we're here in the studio, and in Anaheim, California, are our friends Aaron and Justin. They're on site at Star Wars Celebration. Uh, we are totes jelly, as the kids say, about that. They've been sending pictures and updates on uh, their social media, and it's it looks amazing. Uh, I've been watching the live some of the live stream or some of the recaps of what's happening there the announcements so like right as we're recording this they just dropped the the jedi uh survivor um like teaser trailer mm -hmm. came out it looks really cool um yesterday before kenobi dropped was the andor teaser which is really cool that show i think people have been sleeping on and i'm super super stoked for that one um did you notice the ak-47s <laughs> they have like legit i did notice that, like, yeah. on, like not even modified ak's i'm like okay like sure it's just maybe symbolic of like rebellion or something i don't know um i thought that was crazy but um we're here today to talk about kenobi so it is the day kenobi dropped it is may 27th in the evening um david you watched it in the middle of the night yes yep. and i watched it this morning early i think aaron and justin watched it uh if not last night like with everyone else because they did a special showing with the cast i feel like in that giant room with everybody at like seven o'clock last night um so if they didn't make that then i'm sure they just watched it uh, as soon as they could on their phones or whatever we haven't heard from them yet hope to but uh in the meantime we're gonna just react with our thoughts of the double episodes parts one and two of six um and so how did you how did you feel about the the four minute like prelude at the beginning, like recapping I, I, the prequels. I really liked it. Yeah, that I, was, I was like getting misty-eyed. That was beautifully done and just perfect. Like for someone who's, if someone never saw, or it was like, oh yeah, I remember seeing those a long time ago, and now they're just kind of coming back to Star Wars. That was like the perfect encapsulation of the core story of the prequel trilogy. It was, and it didn't like add too much or take too much away, yeah. and, and it led perfectly into that first scene. Yes, and that was beautiful. Before. Before I, it dropped, I was checking out like some of the stuff that was going on that celebration, and uh, maybe you did see it. it was they had e, uh, Hayden and yeah. Ewan there, and the guys like, "Do you have any more what, things to say before we watch this episode?" And they look at each other, and he's like, "This is where the fun begins." And the, the crowd just goes nuts. <laughs> I'm like, "All right, that's that's exactly yeah. exactly what we needed to kick this off." Yep. So episode one is mostly Obi Wan's story. We catch where he's at uh, on Tatooine. His kind of arc is very, very similar to Ray's setup in Force Awakens. He's like working, you know, scraping by as a worker. He's like harvesting some kind of manta ray in the in the the, the sands with like a it's like a whale kill basically. Mm. And he's like a meat processor and he kind of takes a trim of meat every day and gets gypped on his wages just like Ray did. And he even lives like he lives in a cave. He doesn't live in his hut yet. He's in a cave by himself with his Yopi. Um, which is like a camel thing and he even has that same thing Ray had where it's like she 
put water in this thing and it, like yeah. turned it into like bread or whatever. Like the Star Wars version of a uh, yeah. Murray. It's really cool. And he's got like a little Jawa friend who helps him helps quote unquote helps him find things. So he found he he bought this like the T sixteen Skyhopper toy that Luke's like using in a new hope that he wants to give him. Um, but yeah, the Jawa like he I think his name's Tika. He, he like he's like, is this my like plate for this thing that's broken? And he's like. If he's like, are you really going to sell it to me back? And he's like, you could at least clean it. And he's like, well, cleaning's extra. It costs just, more. I love that. Like, you got this, like, little, this annoying, like, like that, that, that job would definitely, like, steal your catalytic converter and then try to sell it back to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. <laughs> but, so he, and he's, he's having nightmares, which you can understand. He just can't, he's still, like, living in, in PTSD of what happened with him and Anakin. Um, and he, like, tries to reach out to Obi, or to Qui-Gon which that's part of the prelude too is, is Yoda saying, teach you to commune with him, I will. And so, but there's no answer. So he kind of, he like wakes up and he's like, Qui-Gon, nothing yet. Which I think we're going to see that eventually. At least here, we're going to hear or see him finally make that connection. Um, so he's like cut off from the force. He hasn't used it for fear of, I guess, being it being noticed by mm-hmm. the Inquisitors who that early on in the episode, they show up. Um, how did they strike you compared to the trailer footage we saw of them like, we obviously saw more of them in the show yeah so the biggest beef everyone's been having is like, with the Grand Inquisitor yeah. how he doesn't he's not due to power like right. he is in Rebels um, so he, it wasn't very impressive from the trailers but when he popped up when he arrived in the show they gave him the Sith eyes yeah I noticed that his eyes would change with his mood almost like I didn't quite notice it at first but as he was getting more like aggressive or intimate or just emotional or just more charged they would his eyes would mm-hmm. change the Sith eyes although Rivas never changed so I don't know what's no. up with that like it should be or they're just not but hers never went that way which I mean obviously she's force a force user she her power that they kind of allude to like she might have like this special power of like reading the mind like Kylo Ren was using yeah like she can kind of read your mind which was a total waste of like if anyone, if you're going to do that to anyone, you should have done it to Owen because <laughs> you could have, yeah, you know right. what I mean? But you didn't use it on Owen. She just intimidated him. Um, but I don't know. I think, yeah, the, the look of the Grand Inquisitor was a little off-putting in the trailer and it's serviceable in this. But like my theory is, and we can, jumping way ahead, Reva apparently kills him at the end of episode two, apparently. Yes. Although like... I, in Star Wars, even if you see a, two halves of a body fall down a giant chute, it's never over, right? right. So, like, I pe- people have come back for worse. Maybe the mod squad can fix him <laughs> up, right? <laughs> um, but So I don't know if he's gone. But my other theory, which is probably way out there, is that it's a fake-out in the sense that, like, the Grand Inquisitor we know from Rebels is now going to enter stage right. Like, this was a different person of his species who looks different, who was killed. And the, the new Grand Inquisitor is the one that we know of. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the, the, I mean, this this Grand Inquisitor was killed, who looks is the same species but looks different. And now someone else gets promoted. And that's the Grand Inquisitor we know from Rebels. It could Who be. dies in the end of yeah. season one of Rebels. The theory that I've got for it is, um, in the comics, the, the new... Mm-hmm. The new canon comics when Luke gets that yellow lightsaber yeah. he ends up fighting the Grand Inquisitor because probably through Sith sorcery Vader brought back the Grand Inquisitor after yeah. after he died against Kanan so that's that's kind of where I'm thinking it could go and he does tell Kanan like there are things worse than death which I feel like that, that we're going to maybe see that 
Because mm-hmm. like we're gonna see this like Sith sorcery or whatever to like get get him back, like you said. Yeah. I think that. So I don't. He may be physically dead, but he may be able to be like resurrected or whatever through the Force and the dark side. And maybe maybe then he'll look different, right? Maybe like there's a reason why he looks the way he does later compared to now, and like everyone will be yeah. like, oh, okay, I'm good now, because we've only seen him. I think all the trailer footage. I think we've seen um, yep. of him. Of him, yes. So like, if he's gonna come back in this show, he could look different as we know him more, and that could be the reason why. Like maybe he, you know, maybe Vader or Palpatine's gonna. Because Palpatine's obviously, like, working on, I don't know, Snoke or, like, working on cloning stuff, right? Yeah. To eventually clone himself. So he may be, like, tinker with the Grand Inquisitor because we know from Plagueis, which is, I don't think, canon still. But I mean, he's he's mentioned in Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, so like, Sidious, is, yeah. yeah, like, Sidious has tinkered with that kind of, I mean, in the, in the book, obviously, Plagueis and Sidious are, like, tinkering around with that stuff. And mm-hmm. they accidentally create Luke, basically, or Anakin in the Force, um, or they try to do something in the Force, and the Force like reacts by creating Anakin, yep. right? So I don't think I don't know if that's canon, but I don't know. I I'm not totally butthurt about it. I think a lot of people are like, "What? Like, does that retcon Rebels?" I'm like, "Hold on, hold on. We have like once the show is over, we'll know." But like, I don't ever trust that if anyone dies like unexpectedly, quote unquote. Like, I'm pretty sure Cad Bane is coming back, right? I, People aren't really dead in Star Wars. Yeah, they can... Vis-a-vis the Emperor. Like, somehow Palpatine returned. Like, okay, whatever. Like, yeah, Maul. Yeah, so it's like, this is not unprecedented. And it's not like... And I don't know, like, you can rewrite canon however you want. It's your canon, you know what I mean? Like, it's a little bit somewhat upsetting, but it's also kind of like... If you kind of are like, man, the story, quote-unquote, canon could be rewritten any time. There is kind of some fun in that, I guess. Like, it's... I don't know. Like, I don't know where I stand on, like, you must... Like, the purism of, like... Their canon, you can't break it. Like George Lucas broke his own canon all the time. Yeah, and that's so a, like that's the thing too, especially with me with the le- like legends. Yeah, is that there's so many different avenues that Star Wars in general can go, and since Disney took over, it's yeah. Let's not let's well, not. They're like draw- I mean, they're like selectively drawing it back, which yeah. you know creatively it makes sense. Like rather than try to either just retell that off the shelf or try to keep that all straight while you're creating something new, right? With the, You have, like, double background. You have the original trilogy, the film stuff, and then you have this EU stuff, and try and keep it all in tension while you're making your own story. That's really hard. Versus, mm-hmm. like, yeah, write it off as Legends, but then nothing prevents you from pulling or adapting that stuff yeah, and telling your story. So it's like, and we see that happening with Mando and all this. They're, like, resurrecting a lot of the stories in their own ways, and that, that's kind of exciting in a way because then it's like, if you're a fan of the EU, you can be like oh man like that's so similar or that's like oh I see how they changed that or that is an improvement on this crazy EU story or whatever so I don't know I'm I'm here for it I'm not again I'm not like a super purist with that kind of thing I'm like interested to see where they'll put it um, as long as it's handled, handled it's seemingly right. handled with care yeah. or at least with some explanation like if there's a creative explanation I can agree or disagree with it but if it's like if they're being um, if they're not treating it with care if they're just being like farcical with it or being um irresponsible or being just like money grubbers like well we did this because market research said x like that's not responsible on the creative side that's just Mm -hmm. business right and that's like that's like that's what everyone is afraid with with a disney acquisition of star wars is like 
the suits will decide what's good for business, not what's best for the story. Yep. And they don't view themselves as a caretaker of the franchise. That's where that's where I that's when I get upset is if I feel like they're not having that assumed responsibility of like we're we hold this franchise and our our responsibility is to faithfully transmit it to the next generation or whatever mm-hmm. take care of it. If you have this instead of a caretaker mentality, you have like a a sits mentality of like let's make it into our own thing, right? Versus serve the living force right yeah but anyway that's a little bit of field but um yeah so obi-wan almost gets caught i guess you could say um and well there's this other this other kid right this jedi kid that's who they're hunting that inquisitors in the first place yeah they're, I, they're I, looking I, for I keep this missing his name nari i think nari. yeah that sounds right so he he apparently I don't think he w- came to Tatooine for Kenobi. I think he was there and saw Kenobi and recognized him, right? And yeah. That, that's what he yep. kind of says in the desert when he finds him. But you, that was a good scene in the sense that it explains... It, it's a way for us, the audience, to hear what is Obi-Wan's head. Like, if it was a novel, we would have just heard his thoughts. But it you have to have him verbalize it. He's not going to verbalize it to anyone else. But he's like you know, the war's over, we lost, like, the best thing you can do is go bury your lightsaber in the sand, like, he's very kind of Luke, Last Jedi, like, given up, like, just, like, this is, I'm not who you think you, I am, like, he's wary, he's, like, compromising, like, you, you, you being here, knowing who I am, you're now dangerous, like, you're a liability to my mission, which is keeping Luke safe, mm-hmm. um, so, this poor kid is probably like, oh, I remember you, like, I saw you at, you know, I was at the temple, I was a Padawan, you were General Kenobi, and I, I saw the hologram that said, you know, stay away, um, and then his, his, like it's like they say, never meet your heroes, right? It's like yep. it seems like that for him, and he's like, oh. So next thing we know, he's in. He said, go back to town, and next thing we know, he's hanging. Like he got caught and got hanged. Um, but I was a little, I was a little confused, and this is kind of a through line. The Inquisitors kind of confused me a little bit. It seems like so, like Riva seems like the only. She seems like she's doing the job that needs to be done. And the others, like, I don't understand why they are either annoyed by her or not, like, like, they even let the guy go at first. Like, remember, like, she was throwing the knife at the guy, and the grand, the, uh, the Jari stopped yeah. it so that the shopkeeper didn't get killed. But then she, like, wounds the guy, but then they, like, basically let him go for some reason. And he's like, uh, and she's like, why are you letting him go? And he's like... He's small. He's small fry, or whatever, and that's all we have left. Or I was just like, I was like, why? Like, isn't your job to like hunt Jedi? And this guy's obviously a Jedi, or at least a Force user. Like, mm-hmm. I don't understand. Um, and she's like, she's doing what needs to be done to like catch Kenobi. Like, she had the smarts to like figure out where he's going, and like, let's call in all the bounty hunters and do a John Wick thing to catch the guy. Like, and they're all just like, you did this without telling me. And blah blah blah. It's like this rivalry, which is kind of realistic, and like, you know, it's something that you would expect to see like in like Soviet Russia or something of like yep. everyone's like undercutting each other but like and I, I think that there was a sense of that right in the comics that like the Inquisitors were cutthroat with each other for Vader's attention or whatever and she's kind of doing what she can to get rise in the ranks mm-hmm. and they obviously don't view her very well like she has a special ability but they don't they don't see her as an equal she, you know he says you're the least of us and this and that so she's got even more to prove and so she's like she she's annoying in the sense that like she's uh she's effectively displaying the traits that we want her to see that we want to see of her that that they see her as right as like impulsive not kind of being a team player as it were but at the same time i'm like 
but yeah, but she's like the most competent of you guys. Like she's, she has a directive and like, if you've got to go explain to Vader, what, what happened with this mission, she's going to be the one that like comes out on top as like, Vader would be like, oh yeah, like she did all the things I wanted, like commander's intent, they call it, right? Like yeah, she's yeah. doing what Vader wants and they're kind of like, whoa, 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 there's procedures and there's like, know your place. And it's like, man, <laughs> like a good leader would be like, I'm going to promote you because you're the one doing the job, right? right. You're doing the job of the person ahead of you, right? Is what they say. I mean, you just made yourself promotable, not replaceable, mm-hmm. right? So one of the things that um, I listen to uh, theories recap on it. Oh, yeah. Kind of what you guys going through the chats through YouTube. And one of the things that came up that actually, that actually makes a lot of sense is that at this point you're 10 years in. Mm-hmm. So the Imperial Senate is oh, is still a... Is still around, so he's like, he's like that. That's probably the reason why they're yeah, not true. not so brutal. Yeah, and they're more. All right, we need information. Here's a reward, and then when yeah, she's like, or punishment. Then they're like, hold up a minute. Well, and they could be like, I mean, because the, what is it? The third brother was like, we've been hunting Kenobi for ten years. Like you're obsessed with this guy. Like give it up. He's probably not even anywhere. They're kind of, they're almost like, um, I don't know, they're like Barney Fife kind of cops. Like, they're just kind of like, you know, like, they've been, cha- they, they killed all the, the good Jedi within the first five years or whatever. And now they're like at this low point of like, they're like bored and complacent almost of like, there's just, they're chasing scraps, Small right? Fries. That's what he said. So Small it's like, fries. maybe they are truly complacent, but she, for some reason, which I'm pretty sure is because she has an obsession with Obi-Wan and I'm pretty sure it's because she was the Padawan at the beginning so that we didn't even say that it's very that show right. opens with an order 66 scene the younglings with their master and then the clone troopers come in and she gets the kids to safety before she's taken down and they run away and i think one of those kids i'm pretty sure is reva mm-hmm. yep. and i'm pretty sure she has it out for obi-wan because when she saw the like hey stay away from the temple message she probably felt like you you like abandoned us and we got swooped up by the Inquisitors, or by Vader, Anakin, right? She probably knew who Anakin was, Anakin, and then saw him before he was Vader, or before he was in the suit, but as a dark side guy, right? She, we might see more of that scene where, like, he snatches up those kids, right? That little group, and that's the first batch of Inquisitors, right? So she probably is, like, projecting her hatred uh, of everything that happened to her onto Kenobi, or maybe Anakin, like, maybe she only knows Anakin's version of the events, right? Like, for all we know, Darth Vader told her all his lies about Obi-Wan, right? The Jedi and that's all she knows. Against. Yeah, so if she... That's that's where this could go, is she could... She could, like, learn the truth about Obi-Wan, either firsthand or secondhand, versus the version she was told by Darth Vader, and she might have, like, the choice, or, like, she may end up on the other side of this conflict, right, where she's, like... She, does she have a redemption arc, right? That's an interesting kind of arc. Um, kind of like Trilla. Yeah, the, it's very similar. Yeah. yeah, I feel like there's vibes... I'm getting vibes with that. There's a lot of, a lot of Trilla vibes there. Um, which I think she's later, right? Or earlier. She's earlier. Uh, earlier. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So that's, I mean, I'm excited to see where that goes. I think she is serviceable as far as like the performance. Like it's not distracting and it's not, it's not outstanding, but it's not distracting. I think it, she gets better as it goes on and leading up to the end when she's kind of taunting him and it's very like Return of the Jedi scene where like Vader's like taunting Luke when he's hiding. Oh, yeah. And like, he, you know, that's when he can sense that Luke's thinking of his sister. I think that, that that dynamic was there at the very end where we learn, along with Obi-Wan, like we, we don't really know it, what he knows about it, but obviously we learn 
that he doesn't know that Anakin survived. He knows Anakin is Vader, but he mm-hmm. doesn't know that he survived that survived duel. Mustafar. Which is somewhat surprising. I would think that... I guess he wouldn't know that necessarily this guy, unless he heard of his name. Like, if you've seen the guy in the suit on the, on the like, hollow net or, like, in the propaganda, he might not have put it together that that guy is Darth Vader, who he knows is Anakin. Or maybe it is out there, and he's just so disconnected from, like, the media, as it were, that he literally hasn't heard the news that this guy, Vader, is, like, Vader's is the Emperor's enforcer guy. Yeah. So it's a little strange that he doesn't know about Darth Vader at this point, but it works. Like, Ewan just sells the performance of, like, finding out, oh, my gosh, right? And then, like, you know, Leia's like, what's wrong? And he's, like, Anakin, and he, like, reaches out to Anakin, and we see Anakin... <laughs> Darth Vader in, in his back to tank real quick and that's like oh my gosh but he kind of does look like he almost looks like the Inquisitor so like for a second I was like is this the Inquisitor like getting healed <laughs> but it's actually yeah it's it's Vader obviously Vader. which I think that, I think episode 3 hopefully will be more about Vader himself um, and I said Leia but <laughs> that's a whole other strand <laughs> of this but um, there's just so much going on so yeah episode least. yeah episode 1 is mostly Obi-Wan's story but it does cut over to Alderaan which we get to see the most of we see a little bit in episode three of in revenge of the sith we see a little bit of it like when they're adopting her um but it's like obviously this beautiful planet um i sure hope nothing happens to it (laughs) but uh don't hold your breath beautiful planet you know jimmy smith kills it as bail organa i Mm -hmm. think he's such a great actor great character great dad character in this Leia, I think it's it's just great how they hit all these beats with Leia. Like she uses like body doubles, just like Padme. She is exactly what you would think a like privileged little princess version of of Leia would be. Like yep. before she kind of gets into politics and learns how to like play the game, she's just like kind of a brat, sassy brat, you know. And like it works. Like ten year old, she's cute. She's got this little cute droid that's gonna sell billions of units of this little drone thing. That thing is gonna be flying off the shelves. Yep. Um, but, like, yeah, her arc is, like, she gets kidnapped by Flea from Red Hot Chili Peppers. Did you notice that? <laughs> the main bounty hunter guy no, that gets her. Yeah, that's Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> um, who's also in Back to the Future Part Two like, 35 years ago. And he doesn't look any different. But he was, like, one of the bullies in that or whatever. Okay. Um, but he's almost the same character, actually. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Which, so my one of my dings on the show was... Like the chase, like when they chase her through the woods. I'm like, are you telling me that like three grown adults can't like chase down a ten year old girl? <laughs> like, yeah. they're like tripping on branches and like just it's like I don't know, Looney Tunes level. Like, okay, it would have just worked if she like backed up scared and then a bag went over her head, right? That's how that would really go down. But just one of those little nitpicks. Um, but they what they needed so like what the whole device of the first two episodes is, like Obi Wan has to decide whether he's gonna like leave Luke alone on Tatooine and like what would possibly get him off the planet and the only thing that makes sense is Leia in danger and you know Bail Organa literally comes to, comes to Tatooine to plead to him about it because at first he turned him down and then he comes and convinces him and I guess the choice you know Obi-Wan had is like well nobody knows who Luke is and Owen's watching him like a hawk but Leia is like certainly in danger so like mm-hmm. it's you comparing probably safe to certainly in peril, right? So he has yep. to go for Leia too, and he, you know, Bail Organa convinces him of that. Um, so I thought, like, I w- I, any other reason for Obi Wan to leave Tatooine, I would have been like, oh man, you shouldn't have done that. But I'll get like this is the one good reason to do it, and I and I was there for it, you know. Um, it's kind of it's kind of funny watching 
some of these shows that uh, Dave Filoni and um, like the get the people who actually are yeah. the Star Wars fans mm-hmm. producing some of the stuff is um, Obi Wan leaving Tatooine. So with the Legends, <laughs> there's the the Last of the Jedi series. Yeah, which I don't I don't know if you've read those, uh, but Obi Wan leaves Tatooine to help. Former Jedi Padawan, Padawan that left the Order, and he like he's in trouble, and ends up linking up with him, helping him, and then they end up both having to run from Boba Fett, who's okay. who's after yeah the former Jedi Padawan. Mm-hmm. So then there's a whole book series on like that. Um, that would have been kind of cool. It, to have Boba Fett be like showing up like as a surprise in the show, like whoa, that, that would have been really sense. cool. Like see him just rocket in, yeah. Like, after Reva sent out the bounty mm-hmm. Yeah, if he was one of the bounty hunters. Yeah. Instead, we got, like, a Velociraptor guy. Yeah. <laughs> and Forlom's cousin, or whatever. I don't think yeah. it was Forlom himself, but it was, like, a droid, a droid oh, yeah. bounty hunter. Because the, the fake Jedi blasted him. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, I don't know. What do you think of, like, Leia and, and the whole, like, Alderaan half of episode one, which is two? I really liked it. Yeah. The... The girl that they had for Leia, I thought, mm-hmm. fit perfectly. Yep. Um, the quick glimpse of 3PO, then R2. Yep. Oh, was, you saw R2? I, did, I missed it. R- R2's he's in, in there. there. Oh. Like, it's, it's for a brief second. Oh, okay. He's in the background. Okay. Um, at that party? Just like, just it's like, either at near the end of the party. Yeah. Like when she's having that, that beef with her, yeah, with with her cousin. cousin. <laughs> yeah. Or it's after after that point. But I, okay. I did quick spot him. Um, but it, it was cool to see... A planet that's talked about, yeah, but never really shown. Yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah, so I forgot his name, but the Kamal Naj- Najari guy, who I can only think of him as that character from um, from Silicon Valley. <laughs> um, I forgot his name in that show, but like that's all I can think of him as. Uh, you know, so I would like that's always like off putting, but I I think his. His character worked like I was a slightly like at the beginning like when he was doing his his shtick I was like what is this and then I was like oh you know what he's like he's just like faking right and that to me like it was pretty smart because it gives credence to like like remember when Han Solo was like yeah a bunch of like magic tricks and hocus pocus right like it's like it, tricks and nonsense like it's very plausible that there were like fake Jedi out there like yeah. doing stuff like this and that's who he would have come across like his only exposure Han Solo's exposure to the force jedi would be guys like that so to him yeah it's all a bunch of hocus pocus um so i feel like that was like a nod almost to that of like this guy is like just a shyster a little bit um but for some reason which i hope they explain as maybe he's like connected to the rebels or like something or he's just like in in one way a fallen jedi where he's like maybe he was a padawan and he is he can use the force but he doesn't actually for his like games that he plays but like he, you know, he some, the whole time I was like, can we trust this guy? I don't know if we can trust this guy because he just conveniently has like, here now go go here and do this. Now go here and doing this, or he's just like, oh I'll help you, and then oh here's this here's the place to go next. I'm like, how did like that to me that was a little bit like, how do you? That's so convenient that he's like the quest giver all of a sudden, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, and why? Like if they just drop him and he's not ever coming back again, then it's like one of those like ah like <laughs> you just you needed some reason or you needed. Obi-Wan to know where to go next, so you have this guy just tell him. That was, <laughs> but if it's I, like, oh, yeah. we have friends, there's people that help you. If it's like, oh, he's actually part of this, like, nascent rebellion, okay, 
then we're good. We're back on track. You know what I mean? I did um, like the scene where Obi Obi Wan confronts him. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> he's got he magnets in his hand, like a track thing, and he's like, he's in on it with that guy on the other end of the mic. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, "Are you going to tell anyone? Depends on what you tell me." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like that was that, I thought that was pretty good. Like it was enough kind of comedic. Um, Love comedy and brevity, which was kind of lacking, other than like Leia's sass. Um, when the girl comes in, you see the bounty. Oh, that's embarrassing. Yeah, yeah. He's like, man, I had him. Yeah. Uh, oh, and I think a fun fact too is like when Obi-Wan shows up on that planet, like the Hong Kong planet, that like girl asks him for like, you want to buy some spice or whatever. That's his real daughter. That's is Ewan, it really? that's Ewan McGregor's daughter. So like exchange about like I'm looking for my daughter, and then she's like, oh, like I'm someone's daughter, and it's like. It's, like, on the nose because she's his daughter in real life. That is hilarious. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. So, like, yeah, they have, like, this whole, like, Walter White sequence where he, like, kind of goes undercover almost, which we've seen before in Clone Wars, but he, like, infiltrates, like, basically the meth lab for Spice and, like, causes the distraction to get in and he, you know, she gave him someone's Spice, which is literally, like, powder, and that's what he uses to get away from the bounty hunters when he's trying to get Leia. Mm. Um, yeah. Fights the Zabrak with the sweater. <laughs> this is so great. That scene where he's walk, like after he like right after he gets yeah. to the planet, and he's walking through. He's got got his hood up. Yeah. I I loved how well you you and McGregor yeah. played Obi Wan. I mean, even when he's just sitting there, just yep. stroking, just the beard. stroking his beard. Yep. Is like, that means a plan's afoot, is it's, what that means. It's such a callback to <laughs> yeah. like, Attack of the Clones or Revenge of the Sith. Yes. And, like, even just how well he communicates. But he really... What, he's, what that character's going He did to. such a good job with, like... Like, you can see between Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, Revenge of the Sith, like, Obi-Wan progressing, and then, you know, you know A New Hope. He, like, is managing to, like, make this believable, like, episode 3.5 portrayal of him mm. like he's in between he's not he's not exactly still that episode three obi-wan but he's not quite alec guinness yet episode four but you yeah. see it and like obviously we know like by episode six him and yoda are like yeah vader needs to die you need to go kill vader like how did we go from you were my brother anakin i loved you like i'm writing you off as dead like we're gonna see that like how does he get from like, Padme being like, they're still good in him. I think they put that in that prelude because, like, maybe now that he knows he's alive, like, is the next kind of middle arc of, of like, Kenobi's moral development, is it, like, okay, now that I know he's alive, like, is Anakin still in there? Can I get him out? Like, can I save him? And I feel like the answer he's going to find out is no because some at some point he says he's more machine now than man. And, like, even when he's telling Luke about, I mean, I know it's, like, retcon or, you know, but he says, like, he betrayed him, murdered your father, you know, and then he, like, later says, well, from a certain point of view, but I think even by A New Hope, something happens in this show, I think, to make Obi-Wan, like, completely give up on Anakin's redemption, that only Luke believes in it, yeah, not even Obi-Wan. Yeah, yeah, like, something's gonna happen where he's gonna, like, lose any hope, if he has any, of Anakin's return and redemption, and it's, like, full Vader, and so for all intents and purposes, Anakin was killed by Vader. That part of him is dead, so I think that kind of thing might we might see that happen that transition which is really cool but he's embodying it really well he's doing it's it's awesome I, and we see Tamura Morrison makes a little appearance as a 501st like yes. homeless veteran like trooper like a Vietnam veteran um, 
I mean, they have, like, aging, so he's, like, 60. He looks, like, 60, but he should be, like, 30 or whatever. But he's, like, yeah, he's, like, holding out his, his helmet for money. And, and like, he still had... The, like, yeah, he still has the armor on for some reason, which doesn't seem, like, super comfortable. Yeah, I, I, lo- I love that look Obi-Wan had when he yeah, saw Yeah, like, him. so many things happen on his face in, like, a second of, like, um, these are the guys that tried to kill me when Order 66 went down. And these are the guys that fought. But these are the guys I love, and, like, and I'm, I have pity on this guy, but also, like, disgust, but also, like, yeah, just so many emotions happening all at once, and he just kind of, like, had, like, you can see the PTSD is, like, just, like, getting stimulated and getting, like, triggered on in his face. And, like, man, that was good. Like, that was a nice... I'm sure we, this for this is not the last time we'll see a live-action Tamara Morrison as a clone of some right. Rex, Cody, whoever. I'm sure there's more to come with that. And and even, you know, even the opening up bit was the, one of the first times we've seen the clones in live-action. Oh, I, lo- I loved it. I loved that so much. <laughs> yeah. It was a little... It was a little, like... I, I won't lie. It was a little, like... Like, I mean, it, with that shooting on Tuesday... It opened with, like, a shooter coming into a, literally a classroom, like, guns blazing. And I was like, oh, this is, like, this is, like, uncomfortably on the nose. And, like, oh. And then, you know, that was my first thought, really, when I saw, like, what was happening. I was like, this is, like, really on the nose. I hope everyone's okay with this. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, that was, like, like, not. That opening, that was so, I, I, it was so good. That I wanted more. I, like, <laughs> I'm sure I, we'll get more of it. Like I wanted to see Anakin, like, yeah, fighting yeah. Jedi. But at the same time, they put that together so well. It's like, yeah, I'm content with that. We now. may, I mean, if Episode Three or whatever is more Anakin's side things, we may see like his meditation or his reflection time, and we may get his more of his perspective of that. Because um, for all we know, like the deep down Anakin part of him may be tra- traumatized from the memories of having to do all that stuff. Oh, right? yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, we might see That's... more of Order 66 from all different angles, right? We saw Grogu's angle. You know, there's other Jedi we could see. We could see more of Cal Kestis's if they bring in Cal Kestis, which is very likely or probable they could bring in Cal mm-hmm. Kestis. If not into this show, they could bring him into, like, Mando or somewhere where, anywhere where they're trying to find more Force sensitive kids or whatever to start an academy, for, the, for the, example. <laughs> the perfect um, version of that is the rise of. Darth Vader novel. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe Vader, maybe I haven't. I, I think so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's that chapter where he's in, in the armor and Palpatine sends him to the Jedi Temple mm-hmm. after, after that. So then, oh, he's, so then he's going through all that mental. Yeah. Palpatine wants to rub this in my face of the massacre I did. Right. Led. That's when Palpatine like, goes into the archives and stuff and steals all that Sith yeah. stuff. Yeah. Wow. <coughs> so, um, yeah, so Leia. Leia and Obi-Wan are on their way to some other planet that the quest giver conveniently gives them, which um, we'll see where that goes. But So he has the knowledge that Anakin's alive, which he has to deal with. Um, and then, yeah, Reva, Reva um, this whole time, like, obviously she's in conflict with the, with the Inquisitors, like we talked about. Um, kind of, for a little bit, head-scratching reasons. Like, she seems like the only one with her head screwed on straight with this like she, she has the mission directive in mind and she's like following the mission and being resourceful and like being a good employee in that way like she's doing the job you know and the others are like dragging their heels and I don't know the Grand Inquisitor is acting like a commissar right from the Soviet Union where it's just like hold your horses lady like like yeah, I've had you know we've all had jobs like that where like the guys who've been around a long time just sort of be like no, slow down yeah probably. like slow down like we're gonna stretch this out longer than we need and like you know 
cool your jets, young young one, right? You're making us look bad. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> that's what I, I was like, oh. but she ends up yeah, like she literally stabs him in the in the stomach and shank him. We never, you know, obviously people come back from that kind of thing in Star Wars, but that was surprising. Um, I feel like I don't know the timing was a little bit like we barely had any time to process Obi Wan processing Anakin's being alive still. Then they go like right to that, so it's like this like whiplash of like whoa 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 because yeah. like it's like two shocks in one, and I was like a little bit weird pacing on that. Um, but I, like I said, I think Reva just did she did better and better as time went on as far as like the performance. You know, there's like of course like the superlative, like. Uh, uh, what's it called parkour like she's just like mm-hmm. unnecessarily like doing parkour to get to, to Obi-Wan across the the, the tops of the, the, the um, buildings. buildings and it's like you didn't have to do it that way I know like, you kind of need to for like the trailer footage or for just like, to look cool but like people don't really do that in real life forever but <laughs> I don't know it's just like unnecessary just like Fennec Shand was the same way like she just like is doing parkour while like fighting guys on the rooftops and it's like is that really the most efficient way to do this? <laughs> it looks cool, but probably yeah. Not. <laughs> like she could just force jump between each building. She didn't need to like cut things down or like spin around and this that. But oh, and I guess another big thing is like, yeah, Obi Wan struggles, but connects to, back to the Force to save Leia, who's falling from a building because she stupidly jumped off the building. <laughs> um, yeah, but, I mean she. So I get it. Like she obviously was like, she didn't know she could trust Obi Wan, which was cool. How he kind of came in when he rescued her it was like very very much like when Luke rescues her in at the, the Death Star like it's almost like the same shot basically but like she goes with him um, I would have like I was like screaming at my screen I was like dude just call like you have the little communicator like call her dad and get on the like do the FaceTime and be like hey honey like we need to hey daughter this, trust this guy like yeah we, we sent him to you like verify right because she was like I don't trust you like when she saw his like wanted poster yeah then she freaked out and ran off. And I'm like, ah, like, no, he's got to chase this kid. Well, that's, you know? that's funny you mention that because like just before that, he's like, we're, we're going to, we're going to stay yeah. here. I radio or I called your, your yeah, father. Yeah. He, he said he did. I'm like, why didn't he do that with her? So that, or say, Hey, come pick us up. Yeah. Cause if I was the dad, I'd be like, can you show me the kid? Like, show me the kid that, and so I could say, honey, it's okay. Go with him. <laughs> right. But, and she didn't, you know, I guess I would have wanted to see a little bit of like concern for her. Like she didn't seem that, afraid of being kidnapped <laughs> right like I, she probably hasn't been out much but like I don't know I feel like a regular kid would be like a little bit concerned if they were being stolen away from <laughs> from their parents like she was just kind of a boss the whole time right yep. which I don't know maybe that's her personality but I, I could feel for Obi-Wan when he's like you know he's like trying to buy the disguise and she wants to buy the gloves too and he's like okay fine and the gloves like he's just like yeah he's like oh really I have to do this kind of thing and you know it, it was cute but like I think pretty sure that she's been out of earshot anytime the word like obi-wan kenobi's been used like all she knows is he's a jedi and his name is ben so i don't think i don't think she That's will know yet. until i don't think she'll make the connection until like the death star that this guy that rescued her when she was 10 is the same obi-wan kenobi that they see across <coughs> the way right it's so, like when kenobi sees luke and leia together going into the Falcon when he's fighting Darth Vader he knows like that's the moment he knows I accomplished my mission and I'm going to give myself up to the force at this moment because like they've got it from this from here right so like that at the story is adding so much cool weight to that moment in the new hope um because he's like these two charges of mine like I've, I've had memories with her and then with him uh with Luke obviously more with him like but the, finally their stories are converging and they're running with it right the chosen yep. ones are off um, 
And it also adds, like, man, like, she named her son Ben Solo after Ben. Ben Kenobi. Who she knew as the story that, that we just saw, that this rescue, which presumably they're going to be together longer, maybe maybe he's just going right to Alderaan to take, drop her off or whatever, but, you know, I, I don't think she knows that when she is told by her dad to go call on Obi-Wan Kenobi for help, he's somebody I worked with in the Clone Wars, I don't think she knows that that's the same Ben Jedi who helped her until much later when Luke's like, Ben Kenobi sent ben me. Kenobi. Yeah, and she's like Ben Kenobi. Oh, like light bulbs go off at that moment. I think I think that's what they're doing. That would be, that'd add a I don't think it's like breaking that. any canon. I think she just like they're cleverly making it so she doesn't quite know who this guy is. Um, at this point, she, it's just a Jedi named Ben. I think that's kind of cool because otherwise, you're like, how how like, would she, she know? know? Like, yeah. you served my. It's not like. <laughs> You served my father in the Clone Wars. It's like, remember that time ten years ago when you saved my life? <laughs> you know, but like that, she's not. That's just someone else to her. Like that's not the same person. So kind of, I think that's what they're doing. It's kind of cool. Hopefully it is. If otherwise, it's just like lazy. I hope that that's what. <laughs> I hope they gave some thought to it, like I just did. <laughs> I hope so because that that makes a lot of sense and it adds yeah more depth. And it's clever to that that rescue scene. Mm-hmm. I just hope like I hope they don't screw anything up with like Luke. Um, like obviously Luke can't know who Ben Kenobi is other than, like, the crazy hermit oh, wizard yeah. that her his uncle tells him about, right? Or, like, he has maybe a few interactions, but he's nothing but a crazy wizard to him or whatever. Yeah. Um, I hope they don't, like, I don't, I don't want to see lightsabers. I don't want to see anything. Because, uh, like, Luke would... Well, maybe Luke's seen a lightsaber before. He's heard about him, maybe. Like, when, when Obi-Wan gives him the lightsaber in A New Hope, I don't know if that's the very first time he's ever seen one or heard of one, but I don't know. Maybe he's seen one before, but not heard stories or not like had it explained. Like it's like a kid if like they are aware of guns, but they haven't like held one before. Right? Yeah. When Obi Wan and um, Luke are together in New Hope, he goes, "You fought in the Clone Wars." Yeah, like he has some vague awareness. Probably all filtered through what Owen has told him, because Owen's like, "Oh no, my dad died on a spice freighter in the Clone Wars." Like yeah, like so he's like (laughs) Obi Wan's like aware of like Owen's version, and I understand where Owen's coming from, like. Because they had that exchange, right? Obi Wan and Ben Kenobi. They're like, he's like, you don't really care how he's doing. You're like, you care if he's like. Sh- I think he said if he's showing, showing. meaning like he's like exhibiting force sensitivity. That's all you really care about, which is a little bit unfair of, of Kenobi or of, of Uncle Owen. Mm-hmm. But like Uncle Owen's like, you see what I got to put up with? These Inquisitors coming around, sniffing around, like threatening to kill my family for Jedi. Like, we just want to live a quiet life. Like, leave us alone. <laughs> yeah. So like, I can see why they don't quite see eye to eye, and. You know, if he's like kind of a conservative guy in the sense of like he just doesn't want the, the boat to get rocked, he wouldn't want like the. And for all we know, it sounds like Owen literally thinks Anakin's dead. Like his this kid's dad died, and he was Obi Wan's And you were friend. involved in and it. Like I don't want him to go down that path and get killed. He, I care for him. He's my adopted son. He doesn't know that. I don't think Owen knows that Anakin became Darth Vader, who is running the universe. Right? I don't think he knows that either. I mean, obviously, Ben just learned it. So I wonder if he will ever learn it. I wonder if Obi-Wan tells him. Maybe. Somehow. It doesn't seem like... It doesn't seem like from A New Hope that Owen ever knows that. I feel like Owen always thinks that Anakin's dead long ago. Um, he died around the same time as your father. Um, yeah, Ben, he's... But that's a lie. Yeah. I mean, he he knows Ben Kenobi didn't die around the time of his father. But he knows his father died, or at least... Yeah, it's, hard to, yeah. it's hard to untangle like what Owen knows is a lie. And when, like, what is the lie he's telling versus like the lie? It's like 
his truth is useful to Ben. Like, so if Ben keeps up, that's, that's kind of the mind game that you have to do if you're like a CIA officer or whatever. It's like, but Ben Kenobi has to be like, what does Owen believe that I'm going to keep him believing? Cause it's useful for him to keep believing that. And then what is like the lie I need Owen to maintain to, to Luke? Like there's positive lies where you know you're, what you're saying is a lie. And then there's like what you think is true and you, they, someone else knows that's not real. If you just like let them keep believing that, that works too for you, right? So yep. it's like kind of the double story at once, and I think that's kind of what Ben's doing. But that was yeah, that wicked burn of like like he trained his father, like that's just a good meme template, obviously. Um, what else you got for your notes? Like just kind of in general, I think we kind of covered the arc of the episode. Yeah. Um. I really enjoyed uh, when Kenobi and Leia were talking. And, yeah. and he has like that pause yeah and he he mentions yeah now I've, I've heard it two different ways yes. he's either mentioning Padme or Satine I think he's talking about Padme because, I think so like, too but it works both ways and that's why it's beautiful and awesome like that was a really good moment I, I'm glad they took a pause there because like their story was pretty fast paced and that was like a bit of a breather even though we know like Reva's like on the trail probably like that was that was great. I even thought the same thing before he said it. I'm like, man, she is so much like. She's like, this is what Padme would do exactly. Right? Ex- ex- so that's why yes. I thought it was. That's why he, I'm pretty sure he meant Padme, Padme. But an argument can be made for Satine in the same way. Um, I don't know. Ten, if you say you died a long time ago to a kid, ten years, who's ten years old? Ten that's years was a long time. Yeah. <laughs> but to him, it's not. But like Satine wasn't that much longer before that. So, um, yeah, I think it works either way. But that was a beautiful moment. Um, and you can kind of see, again, like, this bond is almost forged, and she almost, like, subconsciously has this connection now to Kenobi. That's why she names her kid Ben, right? Because they have, like, this shared history now, a lineage. Yeah, this is... It's such a good series, and, like, just in the two episodes. Yeah. And this is, like, the first time I've ever, hit, like loved a show so much but then there's a couple things yeah so what are the nitpicks why (laughs) (laughs) sure um for the first episode the one thing I I kind of picked out is just like that doesn't make too much sense there's Obi-Wan living in a cave for 10 years (laughs) yeah he hadn't bought he hadn't a house yet (laughs) I think at some point he would have had that house for 10 years I mean sleeping on a cave floor for 10 years sounds terrible yeah I don't know I don't know how I don't know if they're going to show him getting his hut or how he got it or what but I mean, it seems like it's got a roof, quote-unquote, but it's, like, yeah, not the same as a hut with, like, right. climate control and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then him burying the lightsabers. I, I felt I mean, that was... It made sense for the story. Yeah. But at the same point, it's, like... At least you remember what Okay, so how are you going to... You, okay, you have a little blaster pistol. We know yeah. you don't like blasters. Yeah. So if something happens and you're trying to avoid using the Force, where are you going to be at? You know, yeah. if, you, if you have to help Luke... Or something like that. It's like a redundancy. Like, if he got found out... Like, if somebody suspected him being a Jedi, they at least wouldn't catch him with a lightsaber on his property. Right? Um, It's, like, super... Like, he can always... Like, there's no getting around. Like, how do you have these lightsabers? Right? Like, that's the only thing I can think of. Or just, like, he just needed to bury it just to, like, not have the memory of of all that. Like, if he had Anakin's lightsaber sitting around with an eye shot, like, that'd be... That wouldn't help his therapy or whatever, you know? Like, mm. it was almost probably therapeutic to bury that part of him literally in the ground. Maybe. Yeah. But I don't know how he knew where it was or, like, found it again because it's in the middle of a sand dune or whatever. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> Maybe he had a tracker on it or something. Ten years later, you remember exactly know. where he buried it. I have no idea. 
But um, yeah, there's at least several lightsabers buried in the sand in Tatooine <laughs> <laughs> that we know about. <laughs> that is true. The, uh, for the second episode, the Grand Inquisitor getting shanked, that, I felt that was out of place. Um, of course, knowing how the, Dave and them have been putting things together recently, I'm sure it'll make sense. Yeah. Um, the two the two biggest turnoffs I've had in I I so I when I when I, I went to bed like at twelve yeah. one thirty quarter to two and I couldn't sleep because this bugged me so much. <laughs> okay. It was Reva taunting Obi Wan. I love it because at the same point at one in one aspect he's trying to avoid the fight. Yeah. Because he's fighting isn't his goal. Yeah. I feel like he was about to turn on his lightsaber, right? The part I don't like is that. And she's like, your fear betrays you. It's like, okay, true, he's not the same person. Like he said, he's right. not the same person. But the same point, when we last saw him in Revenge of the Sith, yeah. he's still a Jedi Master. The Master of the Defense of mm-hmm. Form, I think it's Form 3 lightsaber kind of that. Who's faced Count Dooku, General Grievous, yeah. Ventress. I don't think a measly Inquisitor would strike fear in Obi-Wan. Maybe he was just, he was more afraid that Leia would be in danger. Like, he was afraid for Leia. And that fear was like he was giving off the fear of... Like, like fear I'm for afraid her. she's not going to get to that transport in time. Or that, like, the transport... You know, like, that's all I could think of. I didn't, I didn't think of that at the time. But it does make sense on reflection. Um, she's not... I don't know if it's a performance issue or if it's she is if we're supposed to make it feel if if we're supposed to feel like she is like putting on a little bit of a front and she's like almost like a fake it till you make it a little bit mm-hmm. like is she like blustering and like puffing herself to try off to right go to my into a um, or is she are we supposed to be like actually scared of her as like oh she's an actual threat to people or is are we supposed to kind of see her as like almost like immature like does she have the same kind of arrogance Anakin had right is, is that what's going on I can't tell yet I don't have enough like data points or material from her like as an actress to understand if we're supposed to be like it's one of those like like a bad acting performance would be like if you're not sure if you're supposed to laugh when something happens and it wasn't supposed to be a funny moment right like, right. You're like, you're not, like the director's like that wasn't you're not supposed to laugh here and you're like I'm sorry I'm just, like, you know so like I don't know with, yeah, with her if it's like was that um was that like under was that like mistreating Kenobi and elevating her and making her scarier than she should be yeah or was that her like trying to be all badass and I mean she just she just showed that dude yeah hardcore stuff but so. then again she is like she is the most competent bad guy so far the other ones are just kind of following along or just like the one green the green inquisitor guy he just kind of seems to walk around the main streets with like six stormtroopers and like doesn't really do anything Except like it, yeah. be like, it, why are you being so mean to the to the townspeople? Like what? Like I thought your job was to like rough people up and like, like, you know, like she was literally about to like, I mean, it would have worked probably to like kill Owen to like get information. Like I'm gonna start slaughtering people every thirty seconds until someone tells me where there's a Jedi. That would work, or everyone would be dead, and then like the like the knowledge like that would boost the cred of these Inquisitors, and people would pretty soon like give up whatever, right? They'd be like the KGB. Yep. Like, but at the same point with how like. The Imperial mm-hmm. Senate is still around. That's that, true. That's like the callback. That's why because the guy was like, "You, you did what? Like you kidnapped an Imperial Senator's yeah. kid?" Like and then it's like 
if you jump ahead here, to yeah. Rogue One, yeah, you nobody have cares about that anymore. Vader and Krennic. He goes, yeah. the Senate has been informed that the planet's been destroyed by a mining accident to try to avoid... Yeah. and then oh. by the New Hope, like, that's no longer a concern. But yeah, it, it does show a little bit, like, they're working within some constraints here. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and, like, she is... And so in that sense, like, she is, like... I mean, she's a, they're effectively doing that tension of, like, she is an underling. She keeps getting shown, like, her place, which is at the bottom of this pecking order. Um, he, the Grand Inquisitor, is, like, pulling rank. He is, like, he seems to have a better sense of, like, the situation, like, because he's going to hear it from Vader if he does something that's going to make the Empire look bad or whatever. And she's, gonna, like, she's a liability in that way. So she's, like, this mixed liability asset to the team because she's, like, a wild card and going off and doing her own thing. Mm-hmm. But, like, has these power, like, the special power of, like, the mind-reading thing, um, which is, you know, kind of cool, not really explained anywhere else in Star Wars other than, like, Kylo Ren had it. But, like, you know, that's that's kind of what he literally says, like, you have these abilities, but, like, and maybe, like, it sounds like maybe he didn't even choose her. Like, for all we know, Anakin, like, handpicked her to be a, like, trained her and, and made her be an Inquisitor, and she's, like, the interloper or whatever. Like, she's... For all we know, like, the Grand Inquisitor doesn't handpick these people. And he, like, has to work with what he's given with. And, like, he has this, like, politically powerful or politically connected person that he has to manage. Like, if he could fire her, he would. But it's not up to him, right? Because that right. happens all the time, too, where it's, like, like nepotism almost. Like, maybe Vader, like, yeah, trained her and wants her to be an Inquisitor. And he wants to please Vader but doesn't like her. So he's, like, kind of stuck in the middle, right? Um, that could be what's going on. But... If he's dead, we'll never know. But if he's not dead, I don't know. <laughs> like, we'll yeah. like, who's the Grand Inquisitor now, right? Like, how's this supposed to work? Like, in five years, we have a Grand Inquisitor, um, which, like I said, could be a different... Like, it could be a, different like a, a, a switch out. Like, maybe, that's, maybe that's why he looks weird, because it's not the same guy. Like, I don't know. Or maybe, yeah, like, in him getting fixed back up, maybe he'll look different, you know? Mm-hmm. If he loses some weight in back to therapy, I don't know. <laughs> like, because he... I don't know. Like, we'll see. But I think they did improve. Like, they gave him the Sith eyes, which really helps a lot. Um, you know, he chops flea in half or whatever with his spinning lightsaber. <laughs> I was glad I didn't see any like helicopter lightsabering. I was like, for a second, I was worried that yeah, I was worried for a second that she was gonna like do the helicopter spin on the the, oh. the, the building tops instead of the parkour. So I'm like, phew, okay, <laughs> we don't have because heli- that was a little bit too far. I'm like, there's no way. Mm. It's like I really hope we don't have helicopter spinny trick. Um, yeah, just what, <laughs> just what he did with that, that that's good enough yeah. for the entire... As far as I know, he's the only one with a double? Or do they all have doubles? I think they all have doubles. Okay, she just never used it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Which makes sense. Like, that's effective for... That's, like, a really easy way to kill a Jedi. That's, like, why Maul had it. Because it's, like, easier to take on multiple Jedi at once with a double blade. Mm-hmm. Um, or, like, maybe it could be cool if, like, one of them's like, turns into two lightsabers or something. Like, I don't know. But I do, like, the, the round. Like, the round thing actually makes sense. Like, unlike Kylo Ren's, like, side vent thing, which would just, like, cut your hip all the time and, like, cut your wrist and stuff. Like, that guard, especially if it was, like, lightsaber proof, actually makes sense because, like... You get black with it. Yeah. Or, yeah. I mean, they say, like, I guess in Legends <laughs> or whatever that, like, when the lightsabers hit each other, they actually, like, lock... They don't, like, slide. Because, like, you would just... all it would, like, Whatever you play with toy lightsabers, you just easily slide down and smash someone's fingers with it. Yep. And, like, that never happens in Star Wars. But it's because they say, like, the blades, like... They, like, bind together. And so you pull them off. They don't, like, slide up and down. Right, yeah. Because <laughs> I'm, like... People would be losing fingers left and right because that's what happens when I play lightsabers with my kids, right? <laughs> it just slides up and down. But, like, an actual, like, hilt guard or whatever makes sense if it works to stop the blade. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's kind of a cool design. Like, a sinister, like, scythe almost. Like, it's, like, a secondary blade. 
right? That you can like physically cut someone's neck or whatever with a slice. Mm-hmm. Um, just like, and it's like menacing on your back and stuff. I don't know. But I, I don't, I think the third brother looks, still looks a little goofy. I thought he looked goofy in Rebels too with his like dumb hat thing. Yeah. But like, I don't know, he just looks, a, they're, they look a little too Power Ranger-y still to me. They're not quite, they're not, like, they're not dripping as the kids say. Like their, their outfits are not quite, they don't look they're a little right. rubbery looking. Yeah. I don't know, just not quite doing it for me fully. So yep. like, I give it like overall 9.5 is what I told the group. Um, just like if it's perfection, it's got a few dings, right? Yep. A few like missteps, but like I'm su- I've, I'm super hyped for the rest of this more than, it, you know, Bad Batch is like its own thing because it's animated. But like that first episode was like, man, this show's gonna be great, and then it kind of was uneven. Um, but like, not since like Mando season one, episode one, and two have I been like, man, this show's going somewhere, right? Um, yeah. Like yeah. this is super. They're putting all their effort hopefully into this and like. To me, it, the stakes are high. My expectations are high. But even then, I think it achieves it. So we'll see where it goes from here. Um, but I rate it. I, I enjoyed it thoroughly. Um, mm-hmm. I have just little nitpicks. There's nothing, like, absolutely infuriating about it or anything. Right. Uh, or that, like, I oh, would... man, like, I really wish it was, you know, uh, you know. Like, Boba yeah. Fett was a little bit, like, great on paper. Execution was a little, eh. Like, if you just read the descriptions of some of those episodes, you'd be like, oh, sweet, like a raincore in, in Mos Eisley. Like, yeah, I'm there for that. And it's just kind of like, eh. Like, they spend 20 minutes trying to shoot the shields of these droids. <laughs> like, okay, that doesn't work, guys. Try something else. <laughs> but. Yeah, I'd probably... I would rate them, like, a 9.5 or, or mm-hmm. higher. But the, the biggest thing that steers me off is that Riva knows... Anakin or Vader's Anakin or yeah. vice versa. So I don't know how widespread that knowledge is, and I think that I hope there's an explanation we'll get why she has that special knowledge because mm-hmm. it seems like only a handful of people know yep. who that is. I mean, know that in the comics and novels, yeah. that Vader would kill his own men if yeah. they found out or saw him without his helmet on. The only thing I can think is like again, if we see more of the Order sixty six, that like literally, Anakin as Darth Vader before the mask or before his damage literally is rounding up like survivors and if he doesn't slaughter them like she is one of them that he rounds up and like inducts them into the program or whatever and like maybe he like literally like breaks them down and builds them back up like we saw in Fallen Order like she'll know that the Sith Eyes Anakin that I knew as Anakin like General Anakin from the Clone Wars like he's he's, he's, they probably have baseball cards with all these generals (laughs) right like during the Clone Wars yeah like yeah that she knows Anakin before. She knows Anakin as Vader, and then Anakin, Darth Vader, right as the suit guy. She knows all three versions, um, and then is like filled with the lies of like whatever he says about Obi Wan, or she just is like, Obi Wan, like called off the help, right? Because like the the first signal was like everyone come to the temple, but that was a trap, and Obi Wan reversed it, and so she might feel like, you are the cause of why we no one came to rescue us because you sent everyone away. That might be why she hates him, right? Or it's more likely that, yeah, just whatever Anakin told them all about him is what they believe. And she's yep. going to, like, confront that. If that's true, that's interesting, like, nerd material to have her, like, confront this truth she's known growing up. And suddenly, like, she's presented with counter evidence and changes her mind. That's kind of interesting. What do you do with that, right? I'm just interested. I'm interested to where they'll go with it. Because even in, like, the new, new canon comics, Vader's killed some of the Inquisitors. Yeah. Yeah, if yeah. one of them knew who was underneath the mask, I 
I don't think he'd let that Inquisitor live. Yeah, like, does she secretly know that? And, like, no one, does none of the other Inquisitors know that she knows that? And right. does Vader know that she knows that? And he's okay that she knows that, right? And I, and Is that I feel, for Jeopardy? Yeah, That's kind of interesting. And yeah. I feel like... I don't... I feel and that Reva was, shouldn't have been the one to reveal that full bomb on Obi-Wan. She should, I, I think she sh- it should have been, like, she's like, Lord Vader will be pleased when I bring you in. And I think it should have been left at that. Because then Obi-Wan has that, that knowledge of, could, could it be? Oh, like, she only knows Lord Vader. Like that, she doesn't know that he knows that, Anna, like, because she doesn't know Anakin is Lord Vader. But he, he heard, he saw the hologram of Anakin becoming Darth Vader in episode yeah. three. So, like, he makes the connection, but she... Like, and then she just helps him make the connection then without he's knowing questioning it. everything. Yeah, like, wait, Lord Vader's alive, that means Anakin's alive. Oh my gosh. Like, yeah, that would have worked So too. then there's a lot of back and Instead forth. Instead of her, like, yeah, is Anakin it, is, is Vader, and, like, she's literally making it explicit for him. And then he That's doesn't true. realize that it actually is Anakin yeah. until they come, they yeah. face off. Or, like, or, yeah, then he's wondering, like, man, like, okay, if Darth Vader's alive, like, how much, of, is there anything left of Anakin in there that mm-hmm. she can still ask? Like, he's still in that position. But, like, yeah, she dropped, like, the one two punch versus. Um, just the one. But like I was saying earlier, like, I, it's surprising that Obi-Wan isn't aware of this guy, Darth Vader. Like, he's not, like, a household name or whatever. Right. He, as soon as he heard that, he would know, like, oh, I remember. Like, that would have been the connection. Because like, I think in one of the books, right, he, like, sees it in, like, the news, literally, in, like, yep, Cantina. Right, like, oh, my gosh. Like, that was pretty early after, right? It was, like, pretty soon after. He didn't wait ten years to find it and out. And he should have played that out. Yeah. Because he has, like, that huge freak out. Yeah. That... Anakin's alive. Yeah. Then he's qu- then he he's questioning everything. Should I have finished him on Mustafar? Mm-hmm. Was it a Which maybe we'll see all that. Like they'll probably hopefully they get to that same place. They just like the delivery method was have Reva spill all the beans. But I think the the fallout of that can all still continue. like we'll have him like he's literally like we saw at the end of the he's like he's like in shock and like mm-hmm. freaking out about this like processing in, in the book that's when Qui-Gon starts talking to yeah to for all we know he could jump in and like help him calm his mind and like get focused right um because like there's a at least one duel right there's there two like there's gonna be some face-offs I've between heard, Obi-Wan yeah two. me too so like maybe in one like he is thinking like I can redeem him and then he like realizes after that one that he can't and then the second one he's like I gotta kill this guy and then he can't and it's like, okay, somebody else is going to kill him someday, right? Like, there mm-hmm. could be two versions. Um, and Obi-Wan could jump in at any point, like, help him or whatever. With how short they're of a time, like, time span yeah. that they're giving us, I think we're going to get both those duels with probably within two episodes, two or three episodes. Well, we have four left, so who knows? Um, yeah, three might be all. Like, they may do the thing where, like, we won't really go back to Kenobi and Leia until, like, episode four if three is kind of, like... Anakin's because I've heard there's like a, there, like we get to see like Anakin's like routine almost like we get to see mm-hmm. him like in the chamber like what he has what he goes through on a daily basis of like getting plugged hooked up like what's it like being in the suit like what's it like being Darth Vader I heard like that's coming pretty like hopefully in episode three right um, but so they might have like this bottle episode where they kind of pull back from the main story do a later bit and then go back to this like Leia. Obi-Wan but then like like I said in the chat like it seems like at least 95% of this trailer footage we've seen yep. there's like only there's like that underwater tower place that footage that's all we haven't seen yet um, um, so that that to me is like man like if that's especially if that's in episode 3 then like half of this show is completely unknown like that's pretty cool 
in, in fun unless they're going to drop new trailer stuff but um i like i did that boba fett too where like most of the boba fett stuff was in the first couple episodes um so that was kind of exciting because we we didn't know that like that mando stuff was coming and that, that luke stuff was coming and all that right. was at all was, like, <laughs> surprise. yeah so like i wonder like man what do they have up, what do they have up their sleeves for us <laughs> that's pretty cool i'm hoping because like some of the photos that they they released yeah. before like with Anik or Hayden training with lights yeah, doing yeah. with like his cape on I'm hoping that we'll get like back to scenes yeah flashback scenes of Order 66 kind of like what they yeah do. or like just memories of like maybe he'll remember fighting or or like uh, like in combat or in training with Obi-Wan like Clone Wars era like we'll have live action Clone Wars era Anakin and Obi-Wan and we could have Ahsoka for all we know like, mm-hmm. live action Ahsoka again but back in that period the gang would be all together like can you imagine Ahsoka Obi-Wan and Anakin in live action in Clone Wars like armor like man the internet will just explode <laughs> I, I'm so I'm still surprised that they're only doing six episodes yeah I heard there's a second season though which is weird hopefully that'd be cool like is it confirmed or still I don't know I probably if they did it'd probably be like if Andor is five years before New Hope they might do like yeah, if Obi-Wan would be, like, in between, either in between those two or, like, around the same time as Andor 2. Right? Isn't, isn't it rumored Kenobi's going to be in, in Andor? It wouldn't surprise me. Um, I mean, he's in Rebels, which is that same time frame. True. They could reenact, they could redo, like, the Maul, the Maul death in live action. They could bring Maul in to Andor, for all we know, right? Like, it's, it's wide open. That's what's cool about mm-hmm. this, like, era, is, like, they have so much kind of screen time to work with between all these shows like there's a lot of screen time to tell a lot of cool stories about a relatively unfleshed out period it's this like interwar period right it's just cool it's exciting great time to be a star wars fan um very not as great as aaron and justin in anaheim right now but this is day two they're they're at end of day two of uh of star wars celebration i saw harrison ford came out and john williams like played like Kenobi's theme with like a symphony orchestra oh did he really yeah he played the theme for everyone Harrison Ford came out after they played like the Indiana Jones theme and then they played like the Indy 5 just like, a, like, a picture um, of Indy 5 even McGregor's autograph on his helmet yep yep so like you know Bo-Katan was there I think Ashley Eckstein or whatever the Ahsoka voice she's like doing oh. like an MC role like I've okay. seen on the live stream um, yeah just like everyone's there it's just crazy like hopefully the next one's like near Michigan nah I think it's always well that's true it was in Chicago yeah who knows if it's Chicago again I would that'd be much more likely to go for a day or whatever mm-hmm. um, or a day or two um, but I don't know um, but anyway uh, that's all for us right now and um, we will talk to you next time we'll pick up a schedule here for the remaining episodes of Kenobi Obi-Wan Kenobi um, I believe the next one is June 1st, and then it's the next four, you know, four, next four Wednesdays starting June 1st. Um, so it's crazy that, like, yeah, in, like, whatever, three or four days, we're halfway done <laughs> with the show. Yeah. But uh, we'll be here through, uh, through June for that, and uh, we'll catch you uh, next time. May the Force be with you. Always. Great shot, kid. That was one in a million.